I think this hangout on air is live. Okay. Boom. I'm shooting this mug out to Twitter. Let's see how many people want to join this. The excellence that we're about to spit. All right. Let's see. We're going to go ahead and put that out and retweet that. All right. There we go. Sweet. All right. Boom. It's about to happen. I'm retweeting you too. Everybody right. retweets all over the planet right now. <laughs> this thing's going to trend at this rate. It's got to. It's got to. Okay. It looks like, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are live. So there we go. All right. Let's do this. All right. Well, hello, everybody. I am Tyler Tarver with Tarver Academy, and I am here with the one and only, the YouTube history professor extraordinaire, the man bringing the heat that is neat for the Americas, Tom. Richie, everybody, they're all. I told them to be quiet earlier, so they're not clapping. But they would be right. clapping if they if they knew. Okay, well, thanks everybody. Good to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're gonna do a little little Google Live Hangout on air. It's a lot like Periscope, except for we don't have people saying cuss words at us, like in the middle of it. Because Periscope, you get like nine good ones, and then there's like one kid who just got on Periscope that just wants to nag everybody. It's the worst. The worst. Yeah, I need to. I need to follow you on Periscope. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get interesting comments. Okay, All right, yeah, so. Periscope. Periscope's been a lot of fun for me, but it is nice actually having another live person to talk to. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because I always find myself looking down at the comments and just being like, like three seconds behind where I should, and like I answer the wrong person, and then, but it's good. And, then, like just, it. and then it disappears. You know, yes. Just, yeah, and that's always from the person that you actually know in real life, so they get aggravated at you because you ignored their question. It's like, look, I would have answered, but I just didn't catch it. All right, so I want to start with Tom. Tom, if you could, you know, we're here for you, man. We're here to know about you because you're you're the one here. You're the star. You're a shining star in the YouTube community, and uh, I wanted to uh, just highlight you, and then near the end, we got some really important questions. Like, we're going to get deep. It's going to get deep like the, that – place in Australia that's really deep in the water. I can't remember what's called the what is it called? The Gulf Reef. Some it doesn't matter. It's not history. We're not talking about it. Okay, so Tom, if you would, let's let's let everybody know what do you tell me about your day job. What do you do as a day job? Day job, I teach at Seneca High School in Seneca, South Carolina, and I teach uh, history, uh, you know, a lot of different stuff. A lot of people ask me what history I teach, and I teach AP US history, AP European history. Um, I teach uh, an ancient history class uh, to freshmen that's, uh, you know, world history to 1300. And that's that's about half my course load. And hopefully I'll get into more of that video wise later because I love classical history. But what's, uh, you know, so that's that's what I do there. I sponsor the Quiz Bowl team. That's been good. I'm the I'm the coach. Of, you know, people ask me, do you coach? And I say, well, I coach the Quiz Bowl team. I don't know if that counts. But, you know, I mean, it is there's a lot of a uh, lot of strategy in there. So, you know, that's a lot of fun. But, yeah. Yeah, so really, I teach uh, I teach history uh, during the day, and uh, then you know, it's I guess it's at uh, what I do once I leave there is why most people you know who know about me know about me. It's the YouTube, the YouTube. No, for real, that's I would say quiz bowl counts as coaching because I always sweat a lot whenever I play quiz bowl. Anytime anybody asks me intellectual questions, like I just start sweating everywhere, and so. I, I totally, I totally count that as a sport. So if anyone's keeping score at home, put that in the journal because that is a sport. Okay. So I, I am a coach. You are coach Richie. You're going to have to get that Twitter handle coach Richie. 
Actually, um, funny story. My brother already has it. Uh, my little brother's a uh, an assistant basketball coach at Furman University. So if you're looking for Coach Ritchie on Twitter, um, you'll uh, well, I mean, it's just one degree of separation from Tom Ritchie. So, I mean, that's that's fine, too. But yes, I know the guy with the Coach Ritchie Twitter handle. That's pretty impressive because there's probably quite a few like Coach. There was a Coach Ritchie at my school I used to teach at. So that's impressive that your your actual brother got that. He's he was on the on the ball on with Twitter in 2006. Oh, he's an impressive guy. That's touche. That's touche. Who could win the game of one on one with you two? Oh, no doubt, uh, no doubt. Uh, you know, he's uh, he played he played in college, and so you know the other thing. And I never even like I I really suck at basketball, like just bad. So I mean, yeah, that that would not even be a uh, be a contest. So there there you go. Plus, he shoots a lot of like three pointers and that sort of thing. So that's almost cheating. It's like Steph Curry with a shot boy. That's not even real. Yeah, that's one that's way to look real. at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like. Like, he's not here, so if you want to lie, that's perfectly fine with me. I'm all for lying when the person's not around to defend themselves. So you can be like, yeah, I'd probably take him. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I think maybe maybe we should probably talk about something I'm good at. Uh, you know, I'm just, not, I, I'm just not that great of a liar when it comes to my <laughs> basketball skills, at least. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Who would win in Quiz Bowl between you two? would depend on the uh, the subject matter, you know, and he's actually got an interest in, in history, does a lot of reading and stuff like that. So, you know, that's, uh, that's, you know, who knows? I mean, I don't know if I want to necessarily put that to the test, you know, or yeah, I'll just take your lead and just say, yeah, I'd beat him. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. See, you know, I thought, I thought you would, I can see it in your eyes. That's good. But you've got books behind you. So, you know, you're going to win. It's intellectual conscious. You're like, yeah, I'm this close to books. So I'm, I'm pretty smart. I tried to do mine in my office, this interview in my office, but like it was so dark in there. Like it looked super creepy. Like I look, I was at the park, like hiding from the cops when I was talking to you. So I had to move out here <laughs> into my dining good, room. Good, good that we can go for like a less, awesome. uh, less sketchy vibe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always, I always go for the least sketchy vibe, especially with yeah. facial hair. Cause you know, sketchy, like max sketchy is just a mustache. But then when you have goatee, you're still a little bit sketchy or you can play church softball, one of those two. And then I just kind of trim it up, let it all just roll free. Yeah, I probably should get to reading like the other half of these books that I haven't read, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll get to that at some point in the middle of uh, video making and stuff. No, nah, man, just keep putting out them videos. That's awesome. Okay, so tell me about how, uh, how you got started uh, doing YouTube videos. What made you want to start putting your stuff out there for the world to see? Kind of just hit me with that. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting because, I mean, I certainly, you know, wouldn't have objected to the idea of like making videos for a lot of people to watch. But, you know, as a teacher, you probably understand, uh, you know, it really started with, you know, a student and they asked, well, what did I miss? And it's like, well, you missed a whole class period. You know, yeah. it's like, I mean, I can't just like, oh, well, here, you know, like Dumbledore or something like that. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to put this in this little bowl and we're going to look in it. And there you go. Woo. You know, uh, so I figured Good. I was like, how can how can I put something together for students who are absent in class and you know so I could start you know filming my lectures and posting them on YouTube and then when a student says like hey what did I miss I'm like well you missed that yeah. now that was that was before I started making videos you know when I started making videos I realized like whoa that's not just a simple like okay I'm gonna just put this out there and that's it you know push a button and go you know there's so much editing and all that and you know when I first started off uh, the lighting and everything was just terrible like my when people tweet at me about my old videos like the three-year-old ones and I'm just like yeah. you know facepalm like I mean it's it's just 
bad. But, you know, if, if people are learning something, they're learning something. So, you know, yeah. three years later, it's gotten to where maybe there's one class that I teach where most of the time I've got something for students who were absent uh, because, you know, it just takes so much time to make even one video. Now I've taken the, you know, doing a few like audio, uh, audio type things, uh, you know, just putting yeah. audio out and doing that and putting that on my website, you know, geared toward my students. But, you know, what, what happened, it just kind of, kind of grew sort of naturally. Uh, you know, people just started watching the videos and I realized like, whoa, I've got an audience outside of my actual, uh, class and at, for a while now, you know, when I first started out, every time, once in a while, I try to do something that was kind of like funny or do something this or that because the lectures didn't really get a lot of views. But then the lectures started getting views, and it was like, wow, okay, yeah. so you know, and there are a lot of students who are you know homeschooled or you know missed class or you know just all kinds of all kinds of things that happen. And, and that's when, as the audience grew, uh, you know, I started, you know, primarily making U.S. history videos, which I still make some, but I went to, uh, you know, my European history videos just started yeah. blowing up. And I was like, okay, I mean, if people are watching them, if there's a need for that, then, you know, I'll do that. So, you know, it really just sort of, you know, and then I bought better video equipment. I learned a little bit about lighting and, you know, two years ago, uh, about two years and a week ago, I was celebrating because I had a thousand subscribers. And yeah. now this thing's grown to like 33,000 subscribers in two years. I mean, it's been it's been wild, but it's been just very quick and, and really just something that started because I was like, you know what, let me just create something and kind of see what's out there. And I remember when I saw a commercial on YouTube and the guy was wearing a shirt that said YouTuber. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like I didn't realize that there were people that actually like made money off YouTube videos, you know, and I learned yeah. later on people make, make like millions of dollars. That's, that's not yeah. me. You know, I thought yeah. I'm not quitting my day job anytime soon. So, you know, that's, that's the thing. It was really just kind of accidental grew organically. And here I am doing an interview with you. That's what's up. I like it. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. That's awesome. Gosh, that's nice. So do you ever like, do you have people that come up to you? Like you're walking in the street. Like have you ever had somebody just like notice you and be like, Oh my gosh, you're the guy from the internet. You know what I mean? Or like we watch your videos in class all the time. You ever had that happen? Uh, you know, it's, it's still like kind of a count on one hand kind of thing uh, in most yeah. situations. But, you know, speaking of like, you know, I mentioned that I'm the you know quiz bowl coach. I was at a quiz bowl meet. Uh, actually, this happened to me a couple of times. And, you know, those those kids that do quiz bowls tend to be academically inclined yeah. and take AP classes and stuff. So there have been two times like quiz bowl meets where I walk in and somebody's like, you know, OMG, like that's that's. You know, are you Tom? You know, what happens a lot of times, like, are you Tom Ritchie? And there was one time I was actually working concessions at a Clemson football game because they were trying to raise money again for the Quiz Bowl team. And yeah. there was this uh, mother and daughter that came and bought something. And then about five minutes later, they came back. And I was like, you know, is there a problem with your thing? And she was like, no, I just wanted to ask you something. And, you know, so it was just like I met this person at the Clemson game that watched my videos, took a picture. Uh, now, when I go to the AP European history reading, of course, I'm there with like other teachers that teach yeah. the subject that I make the most videos for. So that gets uh, kind of curious. Like, you know, somebody came up to me and she was like, I don't want to be too awkward, but one of my students wanted your autograph. Do you mind? And I was like, I don't mind. Of course I don't no, mind. I mean, it's like, awesome. yeah, sure. Yeah, that's all right. That's awesome. I've been asked for <laughs> autograph like three times in my life. So sure. it was when you're buying a house. That's the only time anybody asked me. 
little bit. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so tell me about that. You said the the AP European History read. What did you call it? The thing you go to where? Yeah, yeah. There? Every yeah, every year. Um, I've met you know for the past like six years or so. I've gone to. Um, the AP reading, which uh, that's when hundreds of AP teachers get together and they grade the essays that yeah. students write. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of cool to be able to meet uh, people in that teacher community, which is kind of interesting because the first few years I was going there, it was before I started YouTubing and I didn't really like know a whole lot of people, you know, they were just, yeah. you know, I, I had, I kind of had a friendship group that I got into a little bit, but you know, it's a large group of people and you feel kind of like, you know, whoa, I mean, how long would it take me to meet all these people? So that's yeah. been one kind of cool thing about being on YouTube. It's like people, you know, will actually come up to me and start a conversation. So, you know, that's, that's been, yeah. it's been a great way to really network with a lot of people that I otherwise would never have met. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We have a, a teacher that's going to in, in my school that's going to that. Uh, where is it? It's like located. Is that the one that's in like Florida or something or somewhere? Where is it? Where uh, do they do this that? one's in Kansas City. Now they've got a okay. lot of different places oh, where they gotcha. where they read. Okay. So you know the the Euro and psychology and I think sometimes physics. You know, it just depends on what subject it is. But some of them go to Louisville, Kentucky, um, Salt Lake City. Uh, we were in Colorado the first year I did it, which Kansas yeah. City is great. I'm not knocking Kansas City, but the first year that we were in, uh, you know, that I did the reading, we were in Colorado and then it was like, yeah. oh, we're going to Kansas City next yeah. year. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Colorado was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I can mountain bike, ski, snowboard. Well, I don't know if you can in the summer, but yeah, I know what you mean. Isn't that from like a, like train wreck whenever John, uh, Bill Hader and LeBron James, he's like, why don't you come to Cleveland? Come and check out with Cleveland. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, man, you came to Miami all the time. He's like, yeah, that's Miami. You know what I mean? Miami. Yeah, so, Cleveland's not not quite the charm, not quite no, the charm. But that sounds one. like one uh, one I need to see. What movie is that again? Trainwreck. It's uh, this that Amy Schumer one where, I mean, it's it's very rated R. So if you're cool with that, it's funny. But if you're not, it'll make you feel uncomfortable because she'll say whatever she wants to say. Okay, yeah, and, and and I know you've got a good taste in uh, movies. You know, Hawk Thank Rod, you. Step Brothers. You know, all oh. that kind of stuff. So I mean, oh I, I'll I'll take your recommendation. <laughs> Thank you, man. You bring up Hot Rod, it makes me feel like Kanye West, like get in my zone. Don't let me get in my zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hot Rod, that's the number that's the number one movie of all time right there. I don't know if anybody's voting besides yeah. me, but number one. Yeah. What's your favorite for, movie? Just for the record, are you the only one here who likes to party? <laughs> uh, obviously. Like nobody parties but me. Yeah, but Dave <laughs> likes to party. Yeah, Dude, my, yeah, you know, once somebody actually told me the reason I watched the movie is somebody said you look like Dave from or I sound like like they watched my video and you get that because you've got, you know, this this is the thing like, you know, when you're a southerner and you're teaching on YouTube, um, for some yeah. reason, people that don't live in the South, they think that everybody that lives in the South is, uh, you know, inbred or, you know, yeah. whatever, like deliverance or something. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that's what they're expecting. And so yeah. I get a lot of comments about my accent and somebody said, uh, you know, you look like uh, or you sound like Dave from Hot Rod. And I was Which like, is, okay, now it's time to watch Hot Rod. And I'm, I'm glad that I did. Great movie. Oh my goodness, so good. But as far as, far as all time favorite, uh, The Big Lebowski is an excellent movie. But uh, dude, 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 that's a good one. That's a good one. That's song. I can, I can respect that. I can get on board with that. Like that's legit. Speaking of comments, like I get, I get three comments. Like, like I mean, I get a lot of comments, but there's three that I always get on my math videos, and it's like. They either talk about, they either bash their teacher, talk about how terrible they are, 
they talk about how like I taught it quicker, which I did because no kids are interrupting me in class. I'm a video pre-recorded. And then the other one is they talk about my accent like all the time. And so those are what, those are my three. Do you get, is that pretty much your, do you get that consensus most of the time? They talk about great you are, how bad they're. Yeah. yeah now, you know, a lot of, a lot of thank yous and that sort yeah. of thing. And uh, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's like, Hey, I've, I've just learned more in like, you know, two hours than I learned in a whole semester or something like that. You know, yeah. whether they were in high school or college, uh, the accent definitely intrigues people, which some oh, people yeah. are intrigued, but I mean, some people it's like, you know, you, they really like, I mean, the comments are just really, um, bordering on offensive, but at the same time, I mean, I just, you know, when I started to go outside the South, if you, you know, when I was in college, there was somebody when I was debating and, you know, they give you some tips, you know, when you're done some feedback and this guy that was from another part of the country, he told me, you know, one thing about you, he said, you use your Southern accent to your advantage. And I was like, Oh, you know, and, and it was interesting because this guy yeah. was giving me feedback and it's just when you can, you know, I, I feel like, you know, one of the things to, you know, just show people is like, yes, that, you know, people have these, you know, these preconceived notions of yeah. what, uh, you know, that there is a certain type like that we just kind of, you know, breed out or inbreed out carbon copies. And, you yeah. know, it's not the case that, I mean, you know, I tell students, uh, you know, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison. I mean, you go through all these people. I mean, it's like there, yeah. there are lots of, uh, you know, really intelligent people that come from the South. So I've never tried to hide my accent or anything like that. Now, another thing I get because I do European history videos is, of course, like these, the pronunciation police. Like, oh, they're just like, yeah. And, and, and I tell them, and, and one thing that people who watch my videos, one of my kind of catchphrases is I'll say, okay, I think it's this, but it could be this, but it's a written test. You know, I'm, I'm preparing yeah. them for a written test. Nice. And if nice. they're, you know, if they're learning the language, then that's it. But I'm really there to teach them the history. And I think I've gotten better at pronunciation because what's happened is a third of my audience now is international. Yeah. And I've had to get a little more conscientious because when Americans are in your audience, they don't know any better than you do. Yeah. But if there's uh, you know, if you're, you know, I'm, my video on the 30 years war and people are watching in Sweden, you know, it's like they, they kind of want their, you know, their names yeah. pronounced right and all that kind of stuff. So that's been one thing as I've grown and my audience has become more international that I've had to start to care about things that I might not have cared about uh, previously. Yeah, it'll make you do a Google search and hit that speak button a couple times before you say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's actually there's actually like a pronounce names.com or something. Oh, there's some nice. kind of site. Somebody gave put a link to that uh, one time on one of my videos. So I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I can, very yes, I I take the uh I, I'll I'll take the feedback. So yeah. I have had to like say, okay, I'm gonna start, you know, and then I spent uh I got to spend a month in the Netherlands uh in July nice. uh, as part of a teacher program and so, yeah so it's gotten to where I actually if it's Dutch I can pronounce uh, somebody's name very well like for somebody who's not Dutch so you know I'm looking forward to making a few more Dutch like I made I made a Dutch history video and I wasn't expecting it to do well and then it got like 4,000 views in about wow. two days and this is I was like what happened and I had to wait two days for the analytics to come out yeah. and when the analytics came out somebody had put it on reddit <laughs> like, i mean so i mean reddit is is something i mean i wish oh i wish somebody God. would put every one of my videos on reddit because yeah. if somebody puts your video in the right place on reddit like i mean it just catches fire but the i was last, like wow 
and then sites pull from there too a lot. Like they'll like a lot of those like the Daily What and like you know Tosh O's blog and all these places that do like funny ones. They'll like pull from that stuff all the time. That's cool. Were they being nice about it on Reddit? Because Reddit they can be mean. Yeah, nice? and actually, you know, like Dutch people are very direct, but they're yeah. all like they don't go out of their way to be like polite to you, but they're nice people. And yeah. I think that the vibe that that came out of here was, yeah, I mean, the Netherlands, it's it's a country with, you know, 17 million people yeah. and, you know, not a lot of people talk about their history. So just yeah. hearing somebody that was talking about their history and seemed to have an actual decent command of what, you know, there were a couple people that brought up, you know, a couple of things that they were like, okay, here are a couple of finer points that you could have clarified, or, you know, yeah. you might've been like, this person was actually the stat holder during this time and you know, whatever, but yeah. they were very nice about, I mean, direct, but nice. I mean, see, Americans, yeah. especially here in the South, it's like we're going out of our way to be polite or else we're just like laying into you, uh, you yeah. know, and they're just they're just more consistently just straightforward, direct. They're not they're not mean yeah. people. So that that was that was very interesting. But I think that did add some credibility that I knew how to, you know, how to pronounce the names and yeah. all of that other stuff just because I've been to the country. And, yeah. you know, it's it's like. Yeah, the Netherlands like my second home to me. Like my my students are like, yeah, we really can't get through a ninety minute class period without you talk about the Netherlands. And the people on Periscope tell me the same thing. They're like, yeah, you mentioned yeah. the Netherlands all the time. I'm like, yes, I love that place. Like I would, yeah. if somebody offered me a job, like I told my my AP stu students and students signed up for AP, I said, you know, I'm pretty sure I'll be your teacher next year, but you never know when they'll offer me a job in the Netherlands, and I'll take it. Yeah, that's fair. At least you're giving a fair warning. That's that's yeah. all you can do, really. That's, I'm the same way. Like there's places if like, like Nat, I like Nashville, Tennessee a lot. And then we already talked about Colorado. I really love Colorado. So either of those places, like the right thing came open. I'd be like, peace and blessings. Everybody be yeah. good. <laughs> you know, I'd be out. That's legit. Shoot. That's cool. I, um, you know, I was a, uh, I know I, I, ta I taught math in high school, you know, when I was, when I was teaching high school, but my undergrad is actually history and political science. Oh. And so I've, I've thought before about like, doing history videos, but like it, it makes me nervous. Cause like with math, it's like, here's the problem. Here's how you work it. Worst case scenario, I publish a video and they're like, Hey, yo, you did that wrong because you did something, you know what I mean? And then I just delete it or whatever. But cause people in the comments will tell you real quick, if you screw up, like we talked about. Oh yeah. But like with, with history, I'm just, I'm, I know there's so many different, like you can read two different history books and it can say two, like very, you know, like unless you're telling facts about history, it seems like it could be something that people get pretty ticked about. Like, no, that's not what he said. It feels like, you know, it's like talking about politics. You know, people get ticked real quick. Oh, yeah. And, and that's, uh, you know, that's something that I think is kind of key to teaching, you know, history on YouTube, especially is that, you know, any of these kids can hear the facts and yeah. they can read that in a book or, you know, whatever. But, you know, they want something explained to them. They want the why, you know, yeah. what, you know, how can we connect all of this stuff together? Because if you take, you know, like the 30 years war, German unification or something like that. And this is stuff that, you know, I spend hours like agonizing yeah. over it and putting it together in a way. I mean, that's that's what somebody told me one time. They were like, man, you can't just make a video for me. I was like, hey, I've got a, I've got a lot on my plate right now. They're like, man, it just takes a couple seconds. Just push a button. And I was like, hey, it's not that easy because yeah. there's the there's the research. There's the, you know, the slide design. I'm, I'm putting the lecture. I've got to put it in a way that makes sense and is also efficient. So, yeah. you know, it's like, I, you know, somebody I can tell you like, hey, you know, 16 minutes of your time 
I can help you understand the 30 years war and I can help you understand how it progressed and all of that. Now get me doing math. That would be like a blooper reel or something like that. I mean, that would be yeah. like, I mean, if somebody wants like a comedy thing or something like that, I would, I mean, I, I can't, uh, I probably, you know, now I probably could teach economics if I were doing it all day. But if yeah. somebody, you know, if my principal were like, Hey, I need you to teach one section economics. I'd be like, please don't because I would totally screw up the whole like, so, you know, I can understand supply and demand, but when I start drawing that stuff on there, it's like, I will inevitably screw it up. No, I mean, that's the thing. There's just so many little spots you can jack it up, but I'd still take that over saying something that offends an entire race of people or like a whole country, you know what I mean? Oh you my goodness. That happens sometimes. Uh, you know, and that's where, well, and that's where, you know, I, I had to kind of, you know, last year, you know, getting used to my audience isn't just in America. And yeah. I have to make my videos now thinking about like the, the perspective is very global. And, yeah. you know, there was there was my causes of World War One video where I just kind of make a flippant reference to the Balkans. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that place, they've just been killing each other. Forever. You know, they were killing each other when I was in high school and my friend went over there and I'm like, why are you going to go over there? All they do is kill each other over there. And I wasn't thinking that, you know, there are people in like Serbia that are going to be watching this video yeah. and they're going to get offended. And I yeah. mean, that's one of the things that I've gotten a lot of comments on there. And I actually need to, at some point I've, I've meant to like put out a, you know, just kind of an apology. I need to get around to doing that. Just kind of yeah. have like, just like a, a card tab, or yeah, yeah. A card or something where I tell them like, Hey, I realize that, you know, the stuff that I'm saying here, uh, you know, was not well thought out and, you know, that it's offensive to some people, you know, who live in these areas. And, and that's, that's really as far, as far as that goes, you know, you, you learn, I mean, and, and yeah. that's the only thing you learn as you, as you do it and you kind of, you learn those hard lessons and, and YouTube, like, I mean, I've gotten into like, you know, just spats with people before. And there, you know, there was like a, you know, I had a misunderstanding with another teacher about something and she was like, well, you know, I'm willing to bury the hatchet, but if you still have hard feelings, that's fine. And I was like, just take my word for it. Like I'm on YouTube and it's not like the stuff that I get like every day from people, you know, it's like I, I can, I can let something roll off and I can yeah. certainly forgive somebody, especially if, uh, you know, they've, you know, talk to me about it or something like that. So yeah. I, I think YouTube does in some ways kind of help turn you into a bit more of a forgiving person because you oh, have yeah. to deal with a lot of criticism, you know, just taking criticism and that sort of thing is, yeah. uh, is very, very important for survival. Yeah. Yeah. After like teaching high school is one thing cause you know, they're kids, but they know they have to deal with you and they get sent to the principal's office. People are behind a screen at their house with a mm. username that isn't their name. They don't care. Like you, they'll say whatever they want. So I'll get stuff like most of it's positive because I'm trying to help. I'm doing math. You know what I mean? I'm going out of my way to help people, but you do, you get some sometimes. And I'm just like, whenever I do like speak at PDs or something, I'm like, look guys, fill out this evaluation how you want, whatever you want to say. I've had worse said to me. Like I've been on YouTube long enough not to care what people think, you know? Yeah. So I, I know it, it, it'll build some calluses. So you're just like, ah, I don't care. I'm good. So it's good. The nice thing I get, cause I like, I look like pretty much like a standard like white guy, like I'm just like, I look like a lot of generic white guys in movies. So a lot of what I do is I get like, Hey, he looks like this, miss, miss, which a lot of them are over and over here, the same person. But then sometimes I'll get somebody, Oh, that person's new. So I Google them and almost all the time they're like drug addicts. And I'm like, awesome. Thank you. Because like yeah. whenever I was, uh, 
when I used to teach in the classroom, like when my hair was like really long and it was like over my face and like I had like an unofficial mullet, it was like gross looking. And I just, I did, I looked like I like was a DJ at some janky, janky little club or something. And that's who I usually get referred to. Like, oh, he looks like Calvin Harris or David Gira, whatever his name is. I don't know. They both look like they're strung out on something. So I'm like, nice. I'll take it. Yeah, janky is a word I need to start using. I, yeah, I like I that. It. Yeah. And see, I get uh in and I've gotten ever since I was like 17, I've gotten Matt Damon Ooh, uh, from people. Now, now the thing is, which has been great for the most part, except for that there was that about year or so where the best thing, the most recent movie done was the talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, and man. you know, people would say like and, and and they did a lot of these kids didn't know his name, but they'd seen the movie and they'd say, You look like the talented Mr. Ripley. And Oh, I lost you for a second. Martian, you know, it's like he's up for an award and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's like, okay, I'll, I'll take it. You know, if somebody yeah. says every once in a while, they say like Mark Wahlberg or something. I'm like, you know, I'll take it. I don't quite see it. I mean, I think Mark Wahlberg is a, a beautiful man, much better looking guy than me. But if somebody wants to say that, please, uh, you know, yeah. go, go right, go right ahead. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. That's nice. See, that's, and that's what I, I was, uh, I did a podcast a few years ago. And the one I get most of the time is uh, Ryan Gosling, which he got like he was nobody. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it works out to my advantage a lot. Like it's nice. Like every time I like film a wedding, like I have at least one like aunt who has had too much to drink who walks up to me and is like, you look like Ryan Gosling. I was like, thank you. I'm wearing a vest. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, anybody ever told you that? And I was like, yeah, every drunk aunt like you at a wedding has told me that. Uh, but like that's the thing. Like it's. I was talking on the podcast a couple of years ago and they were talking about like, what if like Ryan Gosling, like, I don't know if they said something terrible, like he did this. And I go, Oh man, that's bad for business. Cause like, that's, you know, that helps. Like, you know, whenever you look kind of like somebody, cause if two people are picking between like a YouTube video of a guy, you know, teaching about, you know, the American revolution, they're going to go with the guy who looks like Mark Wahlberg over the guy that looks like their great uncle, you know, who smokes too much or something. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of yeah, people. It's, yeah, it's it's really like with with YouTube. It's uh, it's as far as there are so many factors that go into go into that, and you yeah. know that part of it is you know learning about you know lighting and you know doing the technical stuff, and yeah. also you know talking to a camera, and yeah, and and that's uh, I think that that's important. You know, when you analyze the political campaigns as well, you oh know, I try goodness. to explain. I try to explain to students. You know, this is not just about the issues and that sort of thing. Like that the these candidates, you know, and how they're able to yeah. manipulate media. And, you know, that's why I kind of, you know, I, I think that, you know, looking at politics the way that I do, uh, yeah. you know, you learn things that'll kind of help you in something like this. And of course, you know, I do, you know, I talk with, uh, you know, with marketers and, you know, that that's the other thing, just learning about the marketing aspect, because that's the thing that you can make great videos, but if you don't know how to put them out, then, you know, yeah. and make people aware of them, then it's just, it's not going to go anywhere. So, so yeah, yeah it's a, it does, uh, it does help that maybe I have a slight resemblance to people who are much better looking than me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've been latching onto that for a while. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's good stuff. Okay. So we've, we've hit up, we've hit up the stuff that we need to talk about. Now it's time to get into the important stuff. You ready? Oh, all Start right. With the first really important one. I'm ready. Okay? In one week. I mean, here, here's the deal. You know, they say, why, do, why do you got to learn history? Why should I learn history? What does it matter? It already happened, you know, and then there's that phrase that, um, you know, historians always say like, you know, those who don't learn history are doomed to repeat it. I'm, I know I'm jacking it up and you know the correct one, but like, so we, we're looking, I did, was that close? Okay, good. Yeah. If, 
it was probably the that's the <laughs> that's the uh, Cliff Notes version. Uh, yeah. So so we've looked at the past. We've seen what people have done in the past. So do you think that the Denver Broncos or the Carolina Panthers are going to take it in a week? Who's who's got the Super Bowl? Oh my goodness! Now that you know, is you know now now Tyler, the first thing that I would ask you in response to that question is, have you heard me talk? All right. Now a lot of people you know ask me this question, and I'm yeah. like, hey, do I sound like somebody who you know cares about professional football uh, in the least? So that that's one of those things with me that uh, you know I tell people I you know I watch college football. That's yeah. about it. Now gut feeling tells me now, even yeah. though I live in South Carolina, but then again, it's like, you know, around where I live, like, I mean, I live in Clemson, South Carolina. I mean, it's like yeah. people watch college football. They follow college football. There are a couple yeah. like Panthers fans here and there. Now, of course, yeah. if they're going to the Super Bowl next year, they'll probably, this place will be crawling with Panthers fans. Yeah. Uh, they might, they might come at me, but I, something tells me the Broncos, like I'm, I'm my, my gut feeling is that the, that the Broncos are going to, going to win. Now, that comes yeah. from somebody who has absolutely no expertise. But then again, I hear from people who, you know, they don't know anything about football and they win their fantasy football league. So maybe yeah. I should start doing that because, you know, I, I don't know anything about football. That might make me good at it. I mean, at least yeah. on the pro end. So, no, yeah. I did Broncos. that. That's good. I like, I like, I like where your head's at. I like you had a choice. Even though you didn't like have a background in it, I've watched, I think, zero games this entire year. And actually, like you said, I played fantasy football last year. And I, I did not watch one minute of one NFL football game, and I ended up winning the fantasy football because it's all numbers. You just look at trends, you look at who they're playing, and you just go. And I didn't even spend that much time doing that. I was just like, okay, who's estimated to do the most? I'll toss them in there. And I won. And that was the last fantasy football league I was invited to be in because I, I didn't say I bragged about it, but I did let everyone know that I had watched zero seconds of NFL football that year. And there were people in that group that had like – studied film and they like that was their Sunday like they watch games and I was just like look I didn't waste any of that time I was making YouTube videos you know and so uh so I respect your answer my actual original question was I was going to ask you Steph Curry or LeBron James like who did you who do you like um and the most which one's better um so uh, do you have more of a dog in that fight do you like either of them um actually no like not at all yeah now i'm just kind of like i mean i know who that curry guy is yeah. i guess because he's what is it uh golden state yep okay yep. so i mean at least i know who he is but i mean people say he's good people say lebron is good uh really for me it's uh clemson football dodger yeah. baseball Ooh, and choice. that's when when you get out of that uh you know i was like eight years old in the 88 world series and uh nobody told me that they were never going back to the world series you know yeah. but i was just like that's my team i mean i yeah. bandwagoned with the dodgers in 88 and i haven't left them even though they've never gone back to the world series we'll see what happens this year but yeah, but yeah i really do not have a uh do not have a horse in in that race now yeah. um yeah, it's 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 kind of tough. Now my brother um could, you know, probably have an opinion. You know what? I think I'm going to I'm going to text him right now. And ask him. Uh, yeah, and, see what he uh, thinks. Just, uh, just see what he thinks here and Curry uh, LeBron. Just ask him Curry LeBron. See what he says. Okay, so uh let's see. We're going to go and and we'll see if he gets back, but uh Curry or LeBron. This is the okay. the actual at Coach Richie. Like the yes, original. this is actual Coach Richie. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and send him that text. And if he gets back to me before the end of the interview, I will uh, I will be sure to uh, let you know on that. But yeah, Curry or LeBron. So yeah, when I don't know something, uh, at Coach Richie uh, sometimes. Yeah. 
something. So between us, you know, we got a nice we'll take care of all of it. All of our our sporting and history needs, which covers everything, really. Dude, this is this is like unprecedented. I've already gotten a text back. Oh, all right, yeah, that's like. I mean, he is not like. He's okay. not playing games. Yeah, Coach Richie says Curry all day for me. All right, that's, that's what he says. So I like Coach I'm going. Richie. Yeah, I'm like going Coach with. Uh, I'm going with Curry all day for me. All right, that's uh, okay. that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Gosh, the Richies are – I'm just going to say this. Tell your parents, good job. They're two for two. Both of y'all are great. I think y'all are both answering every question 100%. That's awesome. See, I uh, I lived in um, like right outside of Atlanta in the mid-'90s, so my baseball team was set. Because the mid-'90s, that was like the Braves' heyday. And so oh, that's where gosh. I had to be. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like you might remember the 91. Uh, if you were around there in 91, I don't know. Yeah. You may be a little bit younger than me. But, uh, you know, in 91, I was living in South Carolina. And yeah. that was when the Braves were still in the NL West. And yeah. the Dodgers and the Braves were like neck and neck all year. And yeah. the Braves like just inched by the Dodgers uh, at the end of the year. Now, the thing is that I was in sixth grade. Yeah. And people were vicious to me. I mean, it was I'll just bet. like, man, your team sucks. I mean, because they were just like the Braves for the first time had a great team. Yeah. And they were just because I was like Dodgers, Dodgers. And there was one other kid at the school. And as a result on that, I mean, I, I, of that, I, I got picked on so much by people that it was really only about 2000. I think it was 2013 when I finally made my peace with the Braves and was like, okay, I can pull for the Braves and they're not playing for the Dodgers. But for over Thank 20 you. years, Thank I you. continued to hold a grudge. Uh, I mean, you know, six, I mean, you've taught, you've taught middle school before. That's hard. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it's, it was, it's real. You don't screw around with middle school kids. Like that yeah. stuff sticks with you. Oh, it was tough. I mean, I was betting a quarter with somebody, uh, you know, during some of the games and I mean, but it was just, uh, it was, yeah. it, it got really bad, but yeah, I've gotten to where I wish the Braves well when when they are not playing the Dodgers, but That's it took true. me over 20 years to get there. That's fair. You know what? I'm just glad you got there. It was a long journey, <laughs> but I'm glad you've gotten to the destination. So I appreciate that. I'll tell you this. my uh, I'd say one of my top two, two or three favorite baseball players was uh, Brett Butler, who was a big Dodger. Yes. Yeah, yes I loved Brett Butler. book and everything. I loved him. Okay, yeah, I remember that Brett uh, Buntler, as some people called him uh, yeah, back in the day. You know, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, see, that was when I was like in middle school, high school, yeah. and just Dodger baseball was uh, was life. Yeah, that's fair. You got to get the shirt. The rest is just details, right? Yeah, baseball is life. <laughs> just that was good stuff. Okay, so we got two two questions, two big questions. I know we just hit one of the big ones, and I know you called you called a lifeline, and you got your brother, which you are correct. So you're one for one. Okay. But this is like, this is cage match, winner take all, okay? So second question out of three. This is this little segment we like to call versus, okay? George Washington with a bucket of pennies versus Teddy Roosevelt with a rubber band and then like the folded up piece of paper. You know how people get the rubber band and they pop the paper, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, so Theodore Roosevelt has that. And then George Washington has a bucket of pennies. Okay. I'm not saying, you know, he's flicking them like this. You know, you can flick pennies. Okay. Who wins in a fight? Oh, that was it. You didn't even have to be that descriptive. Uh, okay. TR. I mean, you could have just told, like, I mean, it's just George Washington with a tank yeah. and an ICBM versus TR with a, a cold. 
Yes, a cold, yeah, or a pencil or something like that. I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, anybody versus Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy, oh, Now, no. if you give George Washington the option to run, then I'll <laughs> say that George Washington will, uh, will run. But that's what, yes. he, that's what he did. I, t I tell people, you know, George Washington was the Forrest Gump of generaling. You know, yeah. it's like he kept an army in the field. He knew how to run. But, yeah, anybody, any U.S. president versus Teddy Roosevelt, maybe Andrew Jackson in his prime, not President Andrew Jackson. Yeah, oh, but other, other than that, I think that, uh, yeah, other, other than that, TR all the way versus that's, anybody. That's actually also the very correct answer. I've, uh, I've ever since, you know, I was in uh, history classes in college, I've been – um, I wouldn't say a hater, but I'd say a hater of George Washington because I feel like he's just the most overrated president of all time. Like back when I used to write a lot on the internet, I would like, I did posts called like George Washington is overrated. Like I, like I didn't even did a letter to George Washington where I make fun of him because the only reason they liked him was he was like four inches taller than them. It'd be yeah. like, like, okay, we're picking teams for basketball. I'll take, you know, like, a, I'm sorry. Cause I'm referencing back. I'll, I'll change the person. I'll take Shaquille O'Neal because he's huge. Okay. He can't put three sentences together, but I'll pick him. And that's what they did with George Washington. They respect him because he was tall. And I just don't, I just, I can't. Well, yeah. And then, then the, um, you know, then the, the whole like showing up at the Continental Congress in a military uniform was kind of a, um, you know, uh, we're on a public forum, but it was, uh, you know, the kids would call it. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like, okay, like who are, who are you going to pick? Who do we need to be the general? And he's just kind of like, he's like, oh, Oh, man, this whole thing? Oh, it's all headlining around. Martha was busy cooking me a pie, and I just had to put this thing together. My T-shirt was in the wash. Man, that dude's a punk. Yeah, uh, great thing. Great things about him. Now, I don't want to go on record for saying George Washington's a I'll punk. Say you never punk. know if I you might need to run for record. office or something. Okay, you're on, on you're on record. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Washington, you know, and there, there's something about sometimes doing something first. You know, sometimes if I've got students that are given, like, presentations or something, and I'll say, hey, whoever volunteers to go first gets an A. And yeah. I think that's what you're dealing with with George Washington. Yeah. That, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, it's just that, you know, he, he did it first and, you know, A for effort uh, sort of thing. Of course, then again, it's like, well, you know, with FDR, it's like, you know, you've got the Great Depression, which didn't really end during his presidency, except yeah. for like outside wars. And then you've got Abraham Lincoln, um, who was the who presided over the deaths of, uh, you know, 600,000 people. Uh, yeah. Now, granted, you know, no slavery after that was done. So, yeah. you know, but but that's that's the thing, you know, no matter how you're going to rate our our presidents, it's it's really like anybody can be can be overrated. Even yeah. George now Teddy Roosevelt cannot no, be overrated. But anybody, yes, anybody else could be overrated. True. Okay. I'm hundred percent for that. You are two for two, sir. All right. Here's the last question. Now, as you know, as a teacher, you know, even two, two out of three is still like a D that's a 67 after we round. So, so this one's important. South Carolina, that's an F. Uh, oh, so, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 70 is a D minus. So the pressure oh. is really on me right yeah, now. It really is. Okay. Goodness gracious. I'm glad you're where you, well, if you're where I am, you could still pass and get a D, but okay. You're not located in Arkansas. So this has gotten just this has got real. So here we go. Last question. Would you this is a would you rather? Would you rather have Carrot Top as our Secretary of Defense or Tommy from Rugrats as our vice president? Hmm. I know. I know, man. This just got real. I told you it's gonna be a deep interview. 
actually that's uh you know what i what i'm gonna do there is i'm gonna go back to john adams and uh think you know where he wrote uh, something to the effect of that the vice presidency is the like most useless office that anyone has ever you know ever created yeah. in the yeah. history of the world yeah and that's the i think that i'm going to have to go with vice president tommy pickles on that uh for that reason alone i don't think he could do any harm as vice president mm -hmm. now if the yeah. president dies, he's a few years short of 35 so i don't know how that works but i i think i'm going to go with tommy pickles for vice president that's that's 100 correct you just got 100 sir yes I, I, I know I know, man. I was nervous for you. I was nervous for you, but you pulled it out. You hit the three of the buzzer like Steph Curry. I'm so proud of you. So oh, there we you. go. Cur Curry all the way for me. Bringing it around town, bringing it back to where we started from. That was good. Tommy Pickles, man. He was, I'm glad you threw his last name because I didn't say, I said Tommy from Rugrats. And you oh. said, oh, that guy, I, him and I go way back. And you said, uh, oh, Pickles. yes. I mean, yeah, I remember the first, uh, you know, it was like Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stimpy. I mean, yeah. it was like, oh, I mean, yeah. that was, that was the thing. And, and I think, Kids now they they know Rugrats. I think that was yeah. the most enduring of all of them. But it's yeah. like I mean, there was it was like the big three back then. The Nicktoons. It's like Nickelodeons yeah. having their own original tunes. And yeah, so that's uh, that's the thing. I know my Tommy Pickles. Yeah, my man. See that and uh, Hey Arnold. And then I also liked Angry Beavers a lot too. Those are my cartoons. Those are my jams. My <laughs> sister was a Doug fan, so I think I disliked. My thing with Doug was his problem was tell an adult man like all he did was like he'd get himself into these situations that could be so easily handled by just going, hey, mom, here's what's going on. Roger stole my journal. Can you call his mom and get it back? Yeah, we're done. Instead, he runs around in his underwear and makes things worse. Like, just tell an adult. <laughs> and then it's like a three-minute episode, and you don't have to worry about all these weird daydreams you're doing. So that's yeah, just that's so just me. That, I'm yeah. a Doug hater, I guess. Yeah, a Quail Man reference there. That's uh, yeah, that, that was excellent. But, but yeah, I mean, I guess uh, perhaps though that the whole point is uh, to subliminally kind of uh, teach kids, like, yeah, you know, tell an adult. Yeah. But then again, I don't know if any of those. I mean, when you consider that, uh, you know, yeah, education value and I think that the companion show was Ren and Stimpy like yeah. probably not a lot no, of uh, there weren't any lessons I don't think they kind of prefigured no. like Spongebob and all that where yes. you know it's just it's just kind of kind of there yeah Ren and Stimpy was uh, I think I wasn't actually allowed there was like a two-year span where I wasn't allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy because my mom walked in at the wrong part and oh was, yeah like, yeah, I, yeah I don't I don't yeah I don't think I was allowed to watch it either it was like one of those things where I mean it was kind of like uh you know when you know you'd have Beavis and Butthead on and it was yes. just like uh wait is my mom coming you know yeah. I, had, I had a room at the end of the hallway so it's like you know I had the whole thing where I had previous channel and then I'd turn another channel so she couldn't just hit previous channel yeah. uh you know it's just I mean the kids now they don't understand our struggles they don't get you know, it growing up as our... these kids no, they can go on YouTube and then just clear their history and they're good. You know, they don't get it. Oh yeah, yeah and they could just, they could have an iPod, they could rename all the music on it and all that kind of stuff, you know, whereas, you know, we had to, you know, we had to hide CDs and stuff. I mean, it was just like, I mean, it was it's it's a much it's a much different time now, but I've I've got fond memories of it. Yeah, it's good stuff. I, I went I, the 90s were where it's at and I, I'm glad that I got to experience that. Uh especially with with the Braves. Um, you know, the eight, late 80s with the Dodgers would have been great, but I didn't. I didn't go to L.A. I like to say L.A. L.A. like Nelly did, but that's all. Ah. Yeah, I still, I, yeah, I've been to L.A. I still haven't been to a Dodgers game, but that's uh, that's goals. I want to take my daughter at yeah. some point to go see a Dodgers oh, game. Cool. 
at at Dodger mean, Stadium, not at Turner Field or you know whatever they're yeah. building in Atlanta because they're about to you know about to make a ballpark even though they've got a perfectly good one. So you know whatever. Oh, wow, it's crazy! It's crazy. That's like their third one in like fifteen years or something. It's nuts, nuts. Los Angeles, they're building the big old football stadium, aren't they? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Once again, though, we're getting to the realm of professional football and not Clemson. And so, know. Uh, you know, yeah, not an expert, but I think I did hear something about that. Yeah, I think y'all had a good run. Y'all had a good run this year. Y'all yes, yes, yes. It was, it was just one of those things. It was like a movie, you know, where you've yeah. got like the hero and then at the very end, it's like, you know, then, you know, you know, I mean, you got like Achilles and then all of a sudden there's like Paris with the... But, you know, we, we put up a good fight and we covered the spread. I mean, yeah, my, my buddy and I at the national championship, we were watching, you know, of course we were at home, we didn't go, but we're, we're watching and it was like, okay, we've lost the game, but it's like, if we score this touchdown, we'll cover the spread and anybody who bet Bama loses their money and that's good enough for us. And we that's were jumping good. off the couch when that happened. And it was, it was, it was an amazing moment. Just like yeah. look, Clemson covered the spread. People didn't think that we'd go toe to toe with them. And we did. You know, and we'll have Deshaun Watson again next year, so we'll see. Yeah, that's legit. That's legit. The only thing I have to correct is Paris in the movie, Orlando Bloom, when he shot the bow and arrow, he did this. You notice, like, he's like, he pushed the arrows. I was like, dude, stop it. You were legolas. At least show me a little bit of that. You know, because he was just like, Ugh. and like, I was like, stop it. Okay. You're not killing yeah. Brad Pitt with this like jerky forward motion, man. Yeah. So frustrating. It's that janky. It's jan- janky. Yeah. It's yeah. just janky. Word of the yeah, day is janky. Is janky. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to me. I, I was I enjoyed hearing more about you, how you got started and everything. I enjoy your videos. I'll keep I'll keep pushing them everywhere I get a chance. It was legit, man. Uh, I like how you're taking over the history world. It's awesome. Oh, well, you know, agreed. You know, there are a few other people in there uh, with me. Of course, there's, uh, you know, Hip Hughes History, who's uh, great. Yeah. You were ever able to get in touch with him, you know, really yeah. guy. And that's that's the thing. You know, I remember when he, you know, it's like now he's got like 80,000 subscribers. I've got yeah. 30,000. But I remember when he po- he tweeted that he had 5,000 subscribers. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Subscribers. You know, I was like, I've got 50 subscribers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then it's just, I mean, it's one of those things, but yeah, it's a big world out there. So room for plenty of people. If you decide you want to get into the history and politics, uh, video circuit, uh, welcome aboard. I don't know, man. It's been a while since I've done anything, and I would say something because I, 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 I'm not very smart. So I would say something dumb and <laughs> read on the internet. It would get screenshotted and then everything comes into question. That wouldn't be good. That would be good. So where, uh, if somebody's watching this and they've stuck with this, this whole interview, give them uh, where they can find you, promote wherever they can go to find you. What's the best place for them to Okay, go? Uh, best place to find me. My name is Tom Ritchie, uh, T-O-M-R-I-C-H-E-Y. You know what, I'm just gonna go uh, real quick. I'll go ahead and share my share my screen, let people see real quick. Of course, uh, we've got oh, some nice. podcasters that'll just have to listen. Uh, TomRitchie.net, T-O-M-R-I-C-H-E-Y.net. And that is my website. I've got lots of stuff here for US history, European history, bit on government, politics, world history. Uh, so, you know, a lot, a lot of that stuff. And then when we go to uh, YouTube.com, if you just type in, if you're on YouTube, it should be now. This was a big moment for me. Yeah, uh, and I think this will be my second Harry Potter reference. But oh, when you put in Tom R, it's Tom Ritchie comes up first. And you know the thing is, I used to come up behind Tom Riddle, 
And yeah. it really irked me because I was like, you know, I'm coming up behind a guy who doesn't even technically exist. And, you know, so that, that was the thing. But when I became bigger than Lord Voldemort, uh, I'm sorry I said his name, but, you know, it's sometimes okay. you have to. It's yeah. Okay. So that so that's the thing. But lots of history stuff. You know, I even got on earlier and did an Iowa caucus uh, Q&A because I thought, you know, it'd be good for kids to know some stuff about what's going on. Got a new little uh, series that I've got, T-Talks. Uh, one of the big staples yeah. of my videos is the heavy metal music that kind of comes in here and there that just, uh, you know, it's just something that kind of sets my videos apart. But these, this one, I, I played an acoustic guitar. I recorded it myself for the little intro and outro. And I'm trying yeah. to, I, I've got a little, you know, because in my main lectures, I've got a lot of slides and stuff. And, you know, there I edit, I rehearse, I do all that stuff. And I was like, you know what, what if I were just to make a video series where I'm, you know, just talking, you know, I've just, I've got a cup of tea and I'm just talking, no script, no cuts, uh, no yelling. I like to yell because it keeps people awake once yeah. in a while. I'll switch volume. It's a good thing. But, you know, just, hey, let's, let's try something a little more just laid back and focused on a topic. And I'm not necessarily trying to prepare you for a test, but, you know, let's just talk about something intellectual. So that's some, you know, that's, that's the thing, just starting to get in, you know, little, little things. So I've got my content lectures. I've got a few music videos. I've gotten into raps, like uh, I call oh, this yeah. thing warm water records. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's about, you know, Peter the Great uh, wanted to make a war, you know, he wanted to procure warm water ports for Russia. And I was like, how could I make like a history rap record label that, you know, that the name of it, you know, that it's not to be taken seriously. And, you know, so, you know, kind of like the turquoise Jeep records of history or something like yeah. that, if you're familiar <laughs> with that. But, uh, you know, not that I'm on that level. But yeah. but the thing is, like, just to, I wanted something that just sounded like a joke, you know, because it's yeah. just it's just, a you know, a southern white guy rapping. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not I don't yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't ever expect to be taken seriously as a rapper, but it is helping kids. Like there have been teachers who've told me like my kids like came into the classroom like rapping like one of your raps. And they're starting to tell me that when they take a test, what's going through their head when they're considering a question is like they're getting something out of the rap. So it's like, hey, if it's helping kids learn, then warm water records uh, all the way. And that's that's been kind of fun. So, yeah, that's what I do. I mean, if you just put in Tom Ritchie, I mean, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. Yeah. Uh, even been, I've even been experimenting a bit with uh, using Snapchat as a oh, teaching yeah. tool, which, uh, you know, it seems to be kind of like progressing beyond its very sketchy roots. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've actually had a good deal of success. I did a lecture on Napoleon uh, based on uh, DJ Khaled's uh, elliptical talks. So I was like, you know what? What Obviously. if I could do a history Obviously. lecture? Yeah. What if I could do a history lecture on that? You know, so it was like Napoleon. They didn't want him to win. You know, that's yeah. uh, that's that's the thing. So, you know, just just experimenting and going out there and just uh, figuring out new ways to educate people, which which has been a lot of fun. That is too cool, man. That is too cool. And I actually saw um, one of your raps you did and you put it on Instagram. And so your Instagram even got some of the some of the magic coming at it. So uh, warm water. Oh, yeah, the kid, yeah, the kids love when I when I just post something. And I'm just rapping for 15 seconds. Like for some reason they they're entertained by that. Yeah, and uh, you know, so, I mean, whatever. It's it's for the it's for the people. I mean, we're both uh, we're both awesome. men of the people. I mean, that's that's. We really the thing. Are. Hey, I'm serious. Whenever uh, I guess it'll be what 2020. Whenever Kanye's running, Richie Tarver, man, we're running for president. I was joking on Twitter, but I'm serious now. I okay. mean, let's do this. You okay, can be president. I mean, 
because you've already established that vice president's not important. And like I said, I haven't used my history and political science degree like ever since I graduated, except for whenever I bug people about politics by okay. finding out just enough about the other side to kind of antagonize because I'm uh. a terrible person. And <laughs> whatever, whatever you want, I'll be your VP. I'll sit back there, which we all know from, from the past VPs, we really just hype men. All we do yeah. is like every time you do something, you turn around, we chest bump, you know, knuckles, and then I just go, yeah. Yeah, you know, boy, I, Tom I, I like it. I like it. And we okay. we could be the like the people that take on Kanye. Like, cause Kanye. nobody nobody's gonna want to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's gonna be one of those years. Like, nobody is going to want to take him on. Like, he's no. going to be invincible. Especially and, after Trump got so far or is getting so far this year, they're like, oh, it's a joke. Trump's like the best or the top Republican candidate. So Kanye, there's no reason that dude shouldn't get there. You know. Yeah, so, we will. Uh, we will. We will think about that. The wheels are turning, Tyler. All right, dude. It's yeah. happening, man. It's happening. I'll tell you this: I might not be a great vice president, but I'm a phenomenal hype man. Like I can yell at people. Like I, at my church, whenever I get on stage, I yell at kids when they do games. Then they'll they'll eat pies. They'll drink, you know, Italian dressing mixed with a Red Bull. Like I can make some people get hyped. Okay, so I'm your guy. I'm your VP. With the all most right. Test. Yeah, we've, we've right. got it. It, it, start, it started here. It, it did. The people are going to look back to this and they're like, how do these guys become president? And be like, boy, you don't even know. One water record. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> oh, shoot. It's happening. All right. Hey, Tom, thank you so much. Thank you guys who watch this live. Thank you who watch this pre-recorded. Go check out Tom, TomRitchie.net. Check out his brother at Coach Richie on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, and check them out. Thank you guys. Thank you so much, Tom. You're number one. All right. Thank you, Tyler.